0: Blessed be our God, forever and ever. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, we pray you graciously to behold this your family, for whom our Lord Jesus Christ was willing to be betrayed and given into the hands of sinners, and to suffer death upon the cross, who now lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen.
1: I suppose
2: Back before social distancing, when my husband and I could ride our tandem bike without being accused of being social scofflaws, we would talk about the effects that riding a bicycle built for two can have on a marriage. No matter where your relationship is going, a tandem bike will get it there faster, my husband would say. Now the coronavirus is no bike ride. But I think it's the case that wherever we were before this began, we're now getting there faster. On the one hand, our best tendencies have sped into action. You can see them everywhere in the pictures that children have drawn of rainbows and placed in the windows of their homes and the calls and the letters that people are sending to people in assisted living facilities who are isolated the sacrifices that our healthcare professionals are making and our other essential workers as well all for our well-being even in places like St John the Divine Cathedral in New York which has dedicated donated its nave to be an extension of Mount Sinai Hospital the coronavirus also summons our worst angels The debris of discarded rubber gloves and clogging sewers. The the guy that hoarded tens of thousands of hospital masks to sell while healthcare workers used bandanas and ski masks. The owner of now empty Hanuman Hospital asking a million dollars a month for rent. The pandemic tells us who we are. It points out our limits. It laughs at our plans and our pride and our denial and it bathes us in consequences. Mostly, it makes me realize how much I need Jesus right now. How much I need this Holy Week story of a God who knows personally what it is to be stripped of the most basic human needs. The story of Jesus, who is clothed only in love in the end, and who suffocates death with the powerful weight of forgiveness the way of the cross, like the way of the coronavirus, turns everything on its head. And right now, I need to remember that this is how God operates in human life. Today, Good Friday, is the major feast of the Upside Down. On this day, I remember that the cross started out as Rome's most terrifying symbol of oppression and shame used not only to punish the poor for individual crimes like robbery, but also to keep conquered people in line as a public execution for treason or sedition. It lines up nicely with the biblical call to punish blasphemy with death. This is what the Sanhedrin finds Jesus guilty of. The cross starts Holy Week as the symbol of humanity's rejection of Jesus as the Messiah, as the Son of God. In first century Palestine, Jesus was a clear threat to the leaders of both Israel and Rome. The choice that those who encountered Jesus had to make was whether they saw him as their redeemer or their undoing. The cross is the symbol of their decision. But on this Good Friday, I also remember that fear and power and ignorance and foolishness did not have the last word. The very meaning of the cross changed because of who hung on it and what he did in the face of that fear and power and ignorance and foolishness. The very meaning of the cross changed because when Jesus died upon it, He took the human power of terror and trauma out of the cross and replaced it with the divine power of reversal, of salvation. It is not only Jesus who died upon the cross of Good Friday, but it is the power of death itself that died. The power of all that separates us from God. In other words, the power of sin that died. Of all those things that die on the cross, only Jesus will rise. I've got to remember that on a Good Friday when it looks like other powers, pandemic, foolishness, fear, ignorance, oppression, seem to have the upper hand. Good Friday also reminds me of what Jesus' death on the cross did not do. It did not take away our ability to say no to God, to run away like the disciples, to deny Jesus like Peter, to wash our hands of responsibility like Pilate, to protect the status quo like the Sanhedrin. But our no does not get the last word. It is never stronger than God's ability to say yes to us. The story of the passion that we tell on Good Friday is not the last word on Holy Week, but it is an essential stop on the road to Easter, because on this day we learn to die. We are invited to put our sinfulness on the cross, our weaknesses our fears, our denials, our long-held damaging practices that must change, we are invited to put them on the cross with Jesus, knowing that they will die. Only Jesus rises and he brings us with him. That's the promise that we hold in our hearts today. When the sun sets on the empty cross, and we are distanced from Jesus for another sunrise and sunset. We must hold on to that promise until the third day and the great reversal that it reveals.
0: Amen. Dear people of God, our Heavenly Father sent His Son into the world, not to condemn the world, but that the world through Him might be saved that all who believe in him might be delivered from the power of sin and death and become heirs with him of everlasting life we pray therefore for people everywhere according to their needs
3: let us pray for the holy catholic church of christ throughout the world for its unity in witness and service for all bishops and other ministers and the people whom they serve, for Daniel, our bishop, and all the people of this diocese, for all Christians in this St. Martin's community, that God will confirm his church in faith, increase it in love, and preserve it in peace.
0: Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of your faithful people is governed and sanctified, receive our supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all members of your holy church that in their vocation and ministry they may truly and devoutly serve you. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Amen.
3: Let us pray for all nations and peoples of the earth and for those in authority among them. For Donald, the President of the United States, for the Congress and the Supreme Court, for members and representatives of the United Nations, for all who serve the common good, that by God's help they may seek justice and truth and live in peace and concord.
0: Almighty God, Kindle, we pray, in every heart the true love of peace and guide with your wisdom those who take counsel for the nations of the earth that in tranquility your dominion may increase until the earth is filled with the knowledge of your love. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let
3: us pray for all who suffer and are afflicted in body or in mind, all those suffering from the coronavirus, all who care for them, all who work in hospitals and clinics, for the hungry and the homeless, the destitute and the oppressed, for the sick, the wounded and the crippled, for those in loneliness, fear, and anguish, for those who face temptation, doubt, and despair, for the sorrowful and bereaved, for prisoners and captives and those in mortal danger, that God in God's mercy will comfort and relieve them and grant them the knowledge of his love and stir up in us the will and patience to minister to their needs.
0: Gracious God, the comfort of all who sorrow, the strength of all who suffer, let the cry of those in misery and need come to you that they may find your mercy present with them in all their afflictions and give us we pray the strength to serve them for the sake of him who suffered for us your son jesus christ our lord amen
3: Let us pray for all who have not received the gospel of Christ, for those who have never heard the word of salvation, for those who have lost their faith, for those hardened by sin or indifference, for the contemptuous and the scornful, for those who are enemies of the cross of Christ and persecutors of his disciples, for those who in the name of Christ have persecuted others, but God will open their hearts to the truth and lead them to faith and obedience.
0: Merciful God, creator of all the peoples of the earth and lover of souls, Have compassion on all who do not know you as you are revealed in your Son, Jesus Christ. Let your gospel be preached with grace and power to those who have not heard it. Turn the hearts of those who resist it and bring home to your fold those who have gone astray that there may be one flock under one shepherd, Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen.
3: Let us commit ourselves to our God and pray for the grace of a holy life, that with all who have departed this world and have died in the peace of Christ, and those whose faith is known to God alone, we may be accounted worthy to enter into the fullness of the joy of our Lord and receive the crown of life in the day of resurrection.
0: O God of unchangeable power and eternal life, Look favorably on your whole church, that wonderful and sacred mystery. By the effectual working of your providence, carry out in tranquility the plan of salvation. Let the whole world see and know that things which were cast down are being raised up and things which had grown old are being made new, and that all things are being brought to their perfection by him through whom all things were made. Your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever,
4: Sometimes it causes me to tremble Tremble, tremble Were you there when they crucified my Lord? tree Were you there when they nailed him to a tree oh, Sometimes it causes me to tremble Steam in the sun. Thank mm-hmm. him. Causes me to tremble 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 why you